Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Want to know a great way to look stupid as someone who loves hockey and professes to really know it? Predict that a Mike Sullivan team is about to fall apart under some rotten circumstances. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. Not coincidentally, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Penguins and Golden Knights tonight in Las Vegas. It's a 10.08 p.m. Eastern time puck drop. The Penguins beat the Golden Knights in one of their more complete efforts, I thought, earlier this season at PPG Paints Arena. But that was with a much fuller cast than what they'll be Sending out onto the T-Mobile Arena ice tonight. The team will be missing. Tristan Jari, who was hurt in the Winter Classic. Chris Letang, who's in Montreal following the death of his father. Josh Archibald, who's back in Pittsburgh, still recovering from an injury. And then there's the statuses of Jeff Petrie, Marcus Pedersen, Ryan Paling. They're all kind of eh. But that's a quarter of your roster. And when you factor in how outsized a role Jari and Latang specifically play on this team, it's more than that. So doom and gloom and misery upon us and everything else except for one thing. And that is that this is precisely the setting in which Sullivan tends to shine. And why is that? Because his message can finally penetrate without any additional assistance. Which is to say, he can show his players footage of what the Golden Knights do, meaning the way they plow, and I mean plow, through to the opposing net. They take the most direct approach, even more so than Boston, of any team in the NHL, in my view, Everything is shoot, crash, shoot, crash, plant yourself some more, shoot some more, crash some more. And the fact that the Penguins were able to fend that off as they did in that first meeting was the most impressive component to that victory, I thought. But it also presents the biggest challenge that they'll face tonight. And I'm not going to lie, I don't like this matchup. I didn't like the matchup in Pittsburgh, but I really don't like it now. And at the same time, I've covered enough of these to know that Sullivan tends to find a way to get what he wants. And when he gets what he wants out of his players, the Penguins tend to win, often convincingly. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how 
one dollar can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. At one point in the practice the Penguins had yesterday in Las Vegas, Sullivan stopped the session, didn't like what he was seeing at all, and he let everyone have it right there, right in full view of all the reporters. This was what he had to say about that afterward. I just thought we were lethargic. So sometimes it, sometimes as coaches, we're trying to just affect a little bit of positive change right away. That, my friends, is Sully whenever he's feeling like Sully. And he never feels like a better coach than when he has his back against the wall. Because all of the things that he likes to preach, the multiple sticks, get in there, get dirty, uh, go to the tough areas, make sure that you're not making bad passes in the, in the red areas, as he calls them. All of those things tend to be easier to reinforce, and so does a little bit of nastiness. He's out there on the rink with guys, let's be candid here, you know, who are headed to the Hall of Fame or at least going to be up for consideration at some point, a pretty decent chunk of the roster. So for him to feel like he can just go, you know, pop off in that setting, he's a little bit emboldened. That tends to be a good thing for this hockey team. Whether it'll be one tonight or not, I don't know. Again, I'm skeptical, mostly because I think a lot of what Vegas has. But I'll tell you this, and I will make this prediction. Between now and the time the Penguins get home, they've got two games left on this road trip in Las Vegas and then down in Tempe, Arizona against the Coyotes. One of those two games, maybe both, will show you this team at its defensive best. Mark my words on that. When we come back, J1Q. from Adam who says the top lines really hit a wall and it doesn't surprise that the team doesn't win games when Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel and Ricard Raquel don't score and don't produce. Sid's been bad during this recent losing streak as well. This team is so streaky which makes their season and their postseason hard to predict. They could be a team that challenges for the cup or could they be a team that just falls out of the wild card and doesn't even make the playoffs. Adam, I agree with you on the the streaky component, mostly because it's not even really an opinion, right? I mean, they've gone from uh, going 4-0-1, I believe, to start the season, then they lost seven in a row, and then they didn't lose for like a month, and now they can't win again for a couple weeks. That's been the way this has gone. And that's the way it'll go whenever you have things that are legitimately wrong with your roster. I keep trying to find ways to avoid having everything be about Brian Dumoulin and Jeff Carter, but it's hard to hide them. It's hard to work around them. And that's what this team's done when it's won. If that sounds mean, so be it. But these are guys who get 
pretty significant ice time in pretty significant roles. And if they can't get the job done, especially defensively, you've got nowhere to hide. There's no lead that's going to be safe. Look at the Winter Classic. Look who was on the rink lying down like a Zamboni on the first Boston goal. Look who was skated around like a pylon by Brad Marchand on the second Boston goal. One was Dumoulin, one was Carter. It's the same thing, game after game after game. And there's not even remotely an attempt to do anything about it. Drew O'Connor is my latest cause, I guess, because he, he at least came up and scored a goal right away against the Red Wings. He had seven shifts the rest of the game, healthy scratch the next two games, and yesterday in practice, he was the odd man out on the fourth line's rushes. You know, what do you do with that? What do you do with that? You're eventually just going to carve who you are, and that's going to be it. I almost feel like it's difficult at this point to discuss this team, not just to what you're saying about the streaks and slumps and so forth, but for me, it's harder to project them because I can't trust that they're going to make the adjustments that need to be made and that everyone can see need to be made. Everyone except those on the inside, apparently. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins, and we'll do another one of these tomorrow. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.